Are you tired of mistakes in your accounts payable process? Are you determined to find the potential hotspots where these errors might occur so you can root them out before they create havoc in your financials? I've got a strategy that can help and put you and your team on the road to success in your accounts payable operations. This is the ultimate guide for everyone who needs to ensure that they stay on top of as many errors as is humanly and technologically possible. Make sure you stick around until the end when we discuss the one tactic that everyone should use, but surprisingly, many don't. Hey guys, I'm Mary Schaefer, founder of APNOW, the place where you go for the latest business intelligence if you work in, manage, or have responsibility for the accounts payable function. Now, fixing a problem, regardless of whether you work in accounts payable, accounting, finance, or treasury is great, but preventing it is even better. And that's what we're going to try and do today. Accounts payable mistake prevention strategy number one. Every time you find a duplicate payment, investigate. Why did it happen? How did it happen? Is it likely to happen again? And if so, what can you change so it won't happen again? And when you identify what those changes are, you want to make those changes ASAP. You don't want to wait till the end of the month or the end of the quarter or whenever you have time, because if you wait, those mistakes will happen over and over again, and you will have to fix them. And of course, your, your financials will be in jeopardy. So as soon as you find it, investigate and fix. Accounts payable mistake prevention strategy number two. This one revolves around complaints. Now, look, I know sometimes you get complaints and they're just plain ridiculous. Um, but sometimes they point to various serious shortcomings in your operations, be they accounting, finance, or even accounts payable. So even those complaints that seem ridiculous or they're annoying because the person who's making them are annoying deserve at least a look, one, one time look. So examine every single one of them. And you want to start off, you want to look at what happened, examine what happened, and then you want to go through and ask, why did it happen? How did it happen? Is it likely to happen again? And what changes can you make so it doesn't happen again? And again, make those changes as quickly as possible. Now, in the case of complaints, sometimes what the person's complaining about has to do with more uh, personality. They don't like the way somebody talked to them, something like that. So sometimes what might be required is additional training for your staff. And sometimes that training is about how to talk to people who are being unreasonable. Because oftentimes, if people call up to make a complaint right after whatever the incident was that is happening, they're, they're, you know, they're angry and they're not talking well, especially if they had a disagreement with the person. So you want to train your staff how to talk to and how to deal with people who are being unreasonable without losing their temper, which sometimes can be quite a, quite a task um, and quite a challenge. It also might be mean identifying your critical suppliers, who they are, and perhaps assigning their accounts to one of your most patient or competent processes. I can remember one incident where I, that I was involved in, um, the person on our staff called uh, the, the client a liar. Now, the truth of the matter was, in this particular case, the person was 100% correct. They were lying. But, and this is a big but, you can't, you can't call you know, someone you're doing business with a liar. So sometimes, especially when you work in accounts payable, you have to have a lot of self-control, and you also have to have um, a lot of finesse and a lot of uh, patience. And not everybody has this, so you might want to take this into account when you're assigning accounts. Take this into account when you're assigning accounts. You, you get where I'm going with that. Okay. Accounts payable mistake prevention strategy number three. This revolves around journal entries. Now, periodically, you want to put 
you want to examine and review the journal entries that you put through at the end of the month. Now, your goal with journal entries, or everybody's goal with journal entries, should be to keep them at a minimum because they are the potential with the journal entry, the potential for fraud skyrockets, and for this reason, they are considered a weak internal control, and they are a weak internal control. Remember, trust is not an internal control. Now, some of your journal entries are going to be standard, and you'll have to put them through every month or every quarter. And if, if that's how what your process is, that's what your process is. But others, the one-offs, are put through to correct errors. I'm guessing you know where I'm going with this. What you want to do is you want to look at those one-off journal entries, and you want to examine them, and you want to see what it was that caused the journal entry to be needed. Why did it happen? How did it happen? Is it likely to happen again? And what can we change so it won't happen again? Okay, because journal entries are rife with uh, the potential for fraud. Now, most of the time, that's not the case, but um, occasionally it has been. And more than one accounting fraud has been facilitated, if you will, uh, through the use of journal entries. So investigate them, try and eliminate them completely if you can, but you know, we all live in the real world and that probably isn't necessary. Now, if you are looking through journal entries and you know, you're doing your investigation and you find one that you suspect is fraudulent, don't go back to the person and ask them about it, but get your boss involved and you want to do some research and you want to do it quick because you want to investigate and want to see what's going on. Then you take that one journal entry and you you know, go back and look at history at all the other ones that this particular individual put through and you know do you have a case or do you not most of the time by the way you'll be wrong which is why you don't want to go confront the person but eliminate as many of them as you can and fix the errors that require them to be made accounts payable mistake prevention strategy number four have someone else do a particular job for a day or two and see what they have to say now typically we when we talk about this we talk about the invoice processes, and we suggest, by the way, that at a minimum, each manager, each processor, once every six to 12 months to ensure that they haven't introduced any shortcuts into the process that actually weaken controls. And by the way, as an aside, if the shortcut that they have introduced is good, um, then you want to make sure everybody else is, is, is using it as well. But many times when processes introduce shortcuts, it's a shortcut for them, but it creates a problem elsewhere. So you want to look you know, go through everybody's job, sit with them, and make sure that they have not introduced any of these shortcuts. Now, along the same lines, um, if you're trying to figure out how are you going to get this done, if you've hired a new supervisor, let them sit down and do it. If you don't want to antagonize anybody, you might do it in conjunction with getting them back up uh, when they're going on vacation. That's another way to do it. Supervisor steps in and does the person's job for a few days, they can see what's going on. Now, don't forget, to ask your line staff for suggestions on how they might improve the job. These folks are closer to it than you are, and oftentimes they understand it better, and they probably have some great suggestions. Plus, in all likelihood, they'll appreciate being asked, and this will help you uh, boost morale, so get a, a side benefit of it. Do you do this? Let us know in the comments below. Accounts payable mistake prevention strategy number five. Not only identify and collect your vendor credits, that's kind of a no-brainer, but you want to take it one step further. In an ideal best practice world, the one that none of us live in, you'd probably never have a vendor credits. But as everyone listening or watching is probably painfully aware, vendor credits abound. So regularly request your vendor statements and look for the vendor credits. When you find them, obviously you want to collect them. But also investigate and research. Why did the vendor credit happen? How did it happen? Is it likely to happen again? 
and what can you do to change your processes so this doesn't happen again and of course make those changes as quickly as possible because otherwise they're going to continue to happen now in the case of vendor credits um you're usually looking after the fact so if you find one today that's a result of a transaction let's say six weeks ago then you want to go back and you want to look at all transactions with that in the, with that particular vendor over the period of time from now until six weeks maybe eight weeks out so that you collect all the money that you're you're entitled to now when you do your investigations some of these vendor credits will be duplicate payments and we talked about how to address that at the beginning but others won't be and they will require additional analysis and by the way i know a lot of people don't get vendor statements and don't look for credits but it's critical that you regularly request and review these statements because not every vendor sends credit memos and even some of those who do send credit memo memos they never make their way down to accounts payable so disappearing vendor credits cost your, can cost your organization lots of money and that's money that comes right off your bottom line so it, and the end result is it makes your company less profitable than it could be. We believe this issue is so critical that we recently did a video on why your vendor credits are disappearing and more importantly, how to stop them, which you should watch right now using the link that has appeared on your YouTube screen and is in the description below. As always, we appreciate your thumbs up, your subscribes, your comments, and your, your shares as YouTube takes them as a signal to share our content with more professionals just like you.